everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another interesting episode. Today I will be doing a recap of my experience at Ultimate International Miss. I said bring your popcorn, but guys, you're in for a treat. I am not here to spill any tea. Well, maybe a little. Let's get started. I want to start off with why I chose this system. So it was October of 2021. I was in the car ride after coming home from placing first runner up at USA National Miss South Carolina. And I get a Facebook message from one of my really close friends, Austin Phelps, and he says, you really should try this pageant. I think you would love it. The The directors are amazing. Just try this pageant. So I said, fine. Okay, I'll try it. And I'm usually not the one to jump the gun on a pageant. I think about it. I do my research. Like I always preach and pray for you guys to do yourselves is do your research. And so I did. I, two days later, decided, okay, I'll do the entry form. I signed up for the pageant. And for the past eight months, I have given every single ounce of effort and any time that I had to the ultimate international miss system and being the best miss North Carolina I absolutely could be and I am so proud of all of the accomplishments I have made and done over the past eight months I have put in so much hard work time and dedication into being the best miss North Carolina I could have been so I want to start off with that so why I joined the system was one, because the directors. I came here because on the outside looking in from Instagram and all the social medias, they looked like they loved their girls and their girls loved the title. And so that's what I wanted. I wanted a system that loved me and loved on me and just made me feel appreciated. And so that was my goal was to find a system that did that. And so I ultimately joined because of that. So that was one of the things that really drew me into the system as well as a prize package. I really was intrigued by it and so I was really excited for that ultimate experience and ultimate opportunity and so that's what ultimately brought me to the pageant system but with all of that out of the way I'm gonna start with what I liked about the week and then what I did not like about the week but like my mom always says bad news first so let's go ahead and talk about a few things from the week that I wasn't really jazz about or excited with but the good things ultimately weighed out the bad so I was okay with it I just kind of got over it but this is also to say there will be no bashing I am someone that believes in positive pageantry and talking positive about systems and you know it's okay to say what you did and did not like these are my opinions my thoughts my own personal things so if your view is different than mine, that is totally fine. No, we don't have to see eye to eye here, but these are just the things that I wish could have been different or done differently, or maybe I just saw it different than anyone else. So starting off with the things I don't like, and then we're going to jump into the things that I did like about the week. And this is solely about just the week at internationals, not my time leading up to it, not the eight months I spent being Miss North Carolina, only the week of pageant. So let's get started. The first thing that I was just a little offset on was one of the big things that they preached to us during the week was being on time. And so, I mean, I won't lie. I was late for hair and makeup a few mornings, but Miss Kelly, you had me there at 6 a.m., girl. Oh, I could not. I could not. It was a little early for me. So some mornings I was there at 6.10. So I cannot say being on time was my number one for the week, but it was when it came to competitions and practice. I was there 
like five minutes before everything, making sure I was before and not late. And that was one of the things that they kept saying was make sure you're on time or early. We would prefer you early, 15 minutes, whatever it was. And I distinctly remember in practice one morning, they told us, you know, competition starts at X time, be there at, and I was like, 6.59, you better be there at 6.59. And so we just kept laughing about that. But one thing that drove me nuts and really scared my family and friends that were buying the shows on Pageants Live where it always started late. And I mean, like, not even like five minutes late, like 25 minutes late on the lives. And so I'm not saying it's Brandis or Miss Michelle's fault or Pageants Live. I don't know what it was, but my family was always scared and friends that they bought the wrong thing because it didn't start at the time it said it was. So that was a little kind of was iffy. And plus for all the girls in the back, we were standing in our heels, our feet hurt. Like it was, it was a little painful. And okay, so the next thing was the optional awards. This is my own personal opinion. And if you know, you know. But I, from optionals, got a placement in interview, a placement in uh, fitness, a placement in talent. And so I was super excited and photogenic. I was so excited. I was so thankful. And for all of the groups, age divisions, everything, they gave a top three in all of them which I appreciated. I'd never seen a pageant system recognize so many girls at once. However, they did this at the gala, which was the night after optional competition. So it took like two extra hours, which was kind of a lot because we had a practice that backed right up to it. So that was just kind of like, oh, I wanted to go nap. (laughs) But, you know, during that week, you just don't really have time to nap. You just have to do what you got to do. So that took a little longer than expected, which was totally fine because I appreciate it being able for them to recognize all the girls that had done all this hard work to be there. So that was really sweet. But they did give away a mandatory event at an optional award ceremony. And this kind of caused a little bit of uproar in the weekend because they gave away who the top three were in interview. And I mean, they said who won interview, who was first and second. And I ultimately placed second runner up in interview. I was excited. And when I say they started, okay, we're going to give away the interview award my stomach dropped I my mom and I were sitting there like my hand was literally on the table my mom was holding it and I was like if I don't place right now like I'm going to be concerned and so I knew in that moment I was not the only one that felt like that everyone in the room was in complete and utter shock there was a lot of talk after that we ultimately had to have a mandatory meeting to talk about the situation because some parents were really discouraged but then again this was only 33 percent of your score so with that being said it was only 33 percent of your score and a lot of little kids didn't understand that if they didn't win interview that means they didn't win and it was like a whole mess so it was just really confusing for everyone So I just think maybe not give away mandatory at an optional award. I totally understand it is your pageant. You do exactly how you want it to. But for future references, I know for my national pageant, we will probably not be doing that. So it was just an uproar. That was the one thing that I was just kind of like, oh, no. Like, especially if I wouldn't have won, I definitely know I would have been upset. But I wouldn't let it affect my week or how I performed. But others may not be able to weed it out like that in their head. So just that was one of my things. But I did appreciate, like I said, giving away top three. But however, it did take a lot of extra time. Going into finals. So we had already done prelim competition. I had no issues with it. It was great. Again, it did start a little late. And my family was worried. And my friends were worried. But it's okay. 
for finals, they did not give us a walking pattern before we got to nationals. Now, I see two sides to this. One side was freak out mode because you don't know what you're going to do. And the other side was, you know, don't worry. Just be natural and let it flow. But little girls really do need to have that pattern to know what to do before they get there. And they really need to practice. And that's the big thing. Luckily, I had been practicing a similar pattern. So I knew being a 23-year-old in the pageant world, You've kind of been around the block with patterns. You know what's the new thing, kind of what's the dealio. So I knew what to do. But for those little girls, I did feel really bad that they didn't understand or know what was kind of going on. And there were risers. So I wish they would have said, hey, there is one step or hey, there is two steps, whatever the situation was before nationals. Because I would have done my walk a little differently. I didn't get to see who was walking in front of me or behind me. I wasn't trying to steal anyone's walk, but the way they walked off of the platform in evening gown, I think really could have saved me because I had a very high slit as well as other people in the pageant. Walking off diagonally almost gave a pretty little glimpse to pageants live. So I would have been more comfortable knowing that there was a step off of the platform during evening gown. During fun fashion and fitness wear and talent, I wasn't really worried about it, but definitely for evening gown, that was something that I was not used to doing. So going forward, I would have definitely at least told them, hey, there will be a step, prepare for a step. Don't really matter what size, height, whatever. Just tell them there is a step because I would have gone off the front of the step, not the side of the step where I could have done, you know, it would have been a whole show on pageants live. So just throwing that out there. And also in practice, this one really threw all of us for a loop, especially in that senior division. One of the girls asked during practice, will there be a, you know, they'll say for the top three, you got a question. And my goal in the weekend was I just want to make it to the top three to get a question. I just want to answer a question on stage. That was my goal. And one of the girls asked, well, during that onstage question, will there be the, you know, at the end of the question, when your 30 seconds is up, you'll hear the ding. And they said no. They said there will not be a ding. You will just be able to answer your question. And when you're done, you'd say thank you and you walk off the stage. However, when it came to finals, there was a point when the MC said, okay, in this portion of the competition, there will be 30 seconds to answer your question. Then you will hear the ding. And everyone backstage went into panic mode because now they felt like they needed to almost have word vomit on stage to get out what they needed to say in that 30 seconds. And so I really wish they would have been forward and told us that there would have been a ding. I was not worried. I've done other systems where I know there's 30 seconds and I'm someone that loves to talk. So I will hit the ding and I have no worries with it. I get everything I need to say out in the beginning and just say thank you and I'm done. And I did exactly that. So I was not worried, but I know for those junior teens, they were a little stressed out about that. So I just wish they would have been a little bit more knowing that before they started and told us like, oh, hey, by the way, we just, just kidding, there will be a ding. That was the only thing. And then there was another issue that I didn't realize this till after the pageant, but my friends and family and all the people watching were really confused with, they called, you know, top eight, top five, top three. And then as soon as top three was done, they told us the way they did it was they did us in reverse order. So they started with the elite group, the MRS, the MS. You know, they did us all in reverse order because junior teens were immediately going to put the headphones on and do onstage question. And so everybody was kind of confused. Why are we going in reverse order? What's going on here? And we were told it's because we were immediately going to do onstage question. 
and I was ready, you know, I was breathing, you know, just taking my breath and just kind of open my mouth. Well, they took a 35 minute break and we were all sitting there waiting. The anticipation and the momentum of the show just kind of dropped at that point because everyone was waiting for that onstage question, but they stopped the show for 35 minutes to take an intermission. It just kind of killed the momentum of the show and nobody was, I wouldn't say as excited, but nobody was as like, oh yeah, this is about to happen. It's top three. Yay. yay," As it was before they stopped that intermission. So I just really wish they would not have done that because with the height and all the, you know, it was like the climax of the book. Like this was the, like the spot, this was it. And it just kind of dropped. And so it wasn't as much hype around it as it was before. So I really wish they wouldn't have taken that thing. And when they came back out to do our questions, I just feel like at that point, the question didn't really matter. It was almost like you had already seen what you needed to see and we were just kind of talking. But I mean, I have no clue. I was not a judge. I was proud of my performance. I couldn't say anything better about what I did. I was really happy with everything I had done on stage. And it was, you know, it just whatever happened happened I had no hard feelings about it I stood there with Annie and we were holding hands and we were just so excited and I ultimately got first runner up and I was I was happy because my goal was to get on an international stage to say an on-stage question to wear all my outfits to be passionate about it talk about my platform listen then speak that was my goal of the weekend it wasn't about the crown it never was I always say hashtag crowning moment It's not about the crown. It's about the journey it takes to get you there. And I really was just working on my journey. And that's what I talked about with the judges is I'm here for the journey. I'm here for the excitement to meet all these people. And that's what I really feel like I was there for. I was there to meet people. I was there to network and just meet people from all over the U.S. That is such a cool thing that not a lot of people get to say, oh, I've got friends from Illinois or I've got friends from Texas or I've got friends from Tennessee. Like that's a really cool thing that not a lot of people get to say. And it was before top three, we were going in to go on our onstage question and I'm holding hands with, you know, Lauren from Texas and Annie from Illinois, who were also in the top three with me. And we were talking about our job occupations, which was a really weird question. I don't know why we were talking about it. And I, of course, said I work in Department of Defense for Lockheed Martin Corporation. And they're like, oh, my goodness. Okay, Miss Smarty Pants. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And then Annie has a master's in speech pathology. And then Lauren from Texas goes, oh, I work for Crystal Stewart, the Miss USA owner. And I just stopped and I looked at her and I held her hand. And she looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, I think this is why I'm here this weekend. I think I was supposed to meet you. And it just rolled out of my mouth. I don't even know why. It just did. And when we went on stage, I just had the sense of peace. I knew what my purpose was. I was here to meet specific people. I mean, I would have been absolutely thrilled to have that crown, but it wasn't my time. It wasn't my moment. And that's okay. I did and checked every box that I wanted to for that weekend. And I could not be more proud of myself. I couldn't be. And my coaches were proud of me. Would I have wanted to win? Absolutely. Would I have made a great international queen? Absolutely. But it wasn't my time. It wasn't the right moment. It wasn't my system. And that is perfectly fine. I am happy to walk away and say, I did that thing. I gave 110% before I even walked into the week. I shared my moment with the judges. Like, it was such an exciting moment, especially in my interview. 
one of the judges said, oh my goodness, you're the crowning moment girl. I listened to your podcast and I didn't even know how to take it. I was like, oh my goodness, I reached someone across the country. That is phenomenal. I knew I was internationally listened to, but I didn't know I would be standing in front of someone who is an active listener of my podcast. So I just want to say thank you. You know who you are. And that really, that really meant a lot to me in the moment. And it just made that interview more memorable. But all of that set aside, let's talk about some bang up things that Michelle and Brandis did. I want to give them kudos and props. I have a, a whole list of things that I loved about the pageant week. Before we even got there, they made us promotional materials. And when I talk about this, I mean all of the stuff that I was posting, it was such a great branding for them because everything was identical. All of our watch our stuff live on Pageants Live with our name and our specific link for pageantslive.com slash UIM. So that was perfect for them. Also, they made our days of competition. So whenever I was doing interview or whenever I was doing my prelim or optionals award, they had that and our people's choice posters that they sent us all to post. So that was really awesome that an international system with hundreds of girls sent us all of that. Next, the pop-up shops. This was such a hit and I love Misa McKenzie Jades. I don't know if you saw my wardrobe, but my interview suit, my fun fashion and my evening gown and my shoes for all of it came from McKenzie Jade. So shout out to you, Kenzie. Love you and Taylor. Y'all are the best. Also shout out to Ashley Loren and Chris Adams for making my fun fashion. It was so perfect. And also thank you to Austin Phelps with the ivory image for helping me with my wardrobe and all of my walking, as well as thank you to Daniel Phelps with Glitter and Goals for all of my interview coaching, honestly life coaching, because I was a hot mess before I met y'all. So thank you very much. And also Miss Brandis had her pop-up shop. That was really awesome. I got this really cute magnet. It was a Mickey magnet with a little gold bow on it. So I was really, I'm so excited. I have it in my crown box already. So super excited about that. And then at registration, they gave us all the welcome gifts were from the international queens. And so I like that it wasn't just like, oh, here's your gift and they hand it to you like they do at every other pageant. It was already in your bag. Your bag had your face on it. They knew exactly who you were. So it was very smooth registration. I really appreciated that. And then when we walked in to the actual room where the stage was, they were doing a huge like stage reveal. It was like a big deal. They had, you know, the regular walk-in wall standing banners for the queens are like the regular eight foot rollout banners but when you actually walked into the convention center there were 25 foot I mean huge banners of all of the international queens I was absolutely blown away that was the biggest picture of someone I think I have ever seen it was huge so definitely check out my Instagram for the picture of Kinsey Hansley it is 25 feet tall it is huge and then Covering the front of their stage before the huge reveal, they had a banner with all of the contestants' photos on it, which I thought was an amazing touch to add. And then they also put it up before the show started, and then they would drop it down before, you know, anything started for competition. Then we had a gold carpet event where they had every girl from little ones all the way to the elite group walk across the gold carpet and I mean if you ever seen like the collegiate America pageant or collegiate high school America pageant 
they always do the runway thing where the girls wave and they're in their dresses. Well, we did the same thing and we wore our black and gold wear or any type of black and gold you wanted to wear. And it was before the black and gold gala. So it was all of us dressed up. It was so much fun. You waved, you walked, they did the whole videoing. It was such a great touch and I really appreciated that because I had never seen anything or done anything like that before. So it was really fun as a contestant to do. This, honestly, I think was the smartest thing. And I know they do this in the glitz world, but when I was walking out of interview, they gave me a plaque with my face on it. It said Ultimate International Miss 2022. And then it was just blank. And I was like, why do I just have a blank plaque? Well, going into the optional awards, which was at the gala, if you won, you know, second runner up in photogenic, second runner up in talent, first runner up in this, whatever it was, they gave you a plaque that said, you know, first runner up in talent. And then you literally peeled the back of it off and stuck it on your plaque. And so if you got a bunch of them, you you ran out of space. Trust me, you will run out of space on these plaques. But it was so smart. So they weren't just giving you a bunch of medals or a bunch of random plaques that you have to carry home with you, especially for the girls flying. It was so much easier just to give you your little envelope with a card that says like, congratulations, and then your little plaque piece. That was the smartest thing I have ever seen. Another thing I liked from the week was the auction basket. So we had to bring a basket for the auction at the gala. And instead of having to, you know, put down, I want to pay $100 for this basket or I want to pay $65, you got tickets. And so you could just put a ticket. You had the master ticket and they gave you like, I think it was like 20 tickets or something just for getting tickets to the gala. And so I ultimately won, it was a brewmate, it was like a full wine bottle size brewmate and then two little glasses, which was my MS for North Carolina, Tammy's, her basket, and I was in love with it. It is the best thing ever. So thank you, Tam Tam, for putting that in the auction because I needed it. So that was just a really cool thing that I had never seen someone do before. And I mean, they had good stuff. They had a full American Girl doll, like a whole doll I wanted to put in for that my mom was like Casey you are too old for this so I had to you know settle for the adult items (laughs) but anyone could win it was really cool another thing I really liked was the big sister little sister breakfast and my little sister was Savannah from Shenandoah Valley and she was the cutest little thing I posted a picture with her on Instagram so you can check out how cute she was, and she is getting ready to co-compete at Tiny Miss America, so good luck, Savannah, I love you, you're the sweetest thing, and I honestly, I found a new skill that I have, I can carry a child and hold two plates in my hand, like, I mean, just like a server style, two plates, and then I'm also behind her back holding another bag, so I am a very good multitasker when it comes to kids, (laughs) and then another thing that I appreciated, which was my last like of the week, was the themed practices. So we did a country versus country club practice. And of course, I broke out my boots. I love my wood sole cowgirl boots. So don't play with me. Anytime I get to dress up like a cowgirl, I do. So I loved that. And then our other one was our PJ outfit. And I had a pink, it was a long sleeve silk with like little shorts. And it had feathers all over it. I, oh, I loved it. And then at these theme practices they also gave away awards for like best outfit so that was really cool Lauren my Texas girl she won for the cowboy outfit day she actually like rides horses so she deserved that cowgirl outfit award because she had a cute little shirt and was all like Instagram inspired 
she's the best you have to check out her instagram on everything that she wore but yeah that was just i would give it a my rating for the week would be like an eight out of ten you heard my not likes for the week but ultimately it was a really well done pageant i want to give kudos to miss michelle and miss brandis i had such a great time it was a very chill calm pageant week and the production was great other than of course the few little things i talked about you know nothing can go smoothly everything you know something's got to go wrong at some point but ultimately they really did kick butt with this national pageant and I want to say thank you for the opportunity and the event and I know I said grab your popcorn but I'm telling you I just gave you a whole detailed list about this pageant so I hope you guys enjoyed it but again I want to say thank you so much to my entire support system Austin, Danielle, my mom, my family you know, everybody that's been helping me along the way for the past eight months, it has been a wonderful ride. And I guess this is me signing off as Miss North Carolina for Ultimate International Miss because we got something in the works. But I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of A Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. (laughs) 